When I record podcasts, I like to stay hydrated. Who knew talking could be so hard? My favorite drink to have to hand is Lifeline's Hydro OG. It's a tried and tested product for me. It helped me and my team complete a 24-hour podcast, giving us the edge that we needed to get over the finish line. So whether you're at the gym, on a bike ride, or just trying to get over that night before, Lifeline's Hydro OG has got your back. Each serving is stocked with all the healthy ingredients and vitamins you could ask for. There are a great range of flavors, and with each serving at only 18 calories, you really can't go wrong. Here at the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast, we like to support local, independent companies and brands, and Lifelines is a product that I am proud to endorse. Go to lifelines.com. Now that's L-Y-F-E-L-I-N-E-Z.com to find out more. Now, without further ado, here is today's episode. guys and welcome to the Shoes with Biscuit podcast. I'm Alex Whiteley, of course, and um, today I'm here uh, at St. Mary's for another great event. Uh, you know, hats off to, to, um, to, to, to Robert Milton and the guys at St. Mary's for putting on another great event to, um, to spread culture, really. I mean, what have I been to? Well, you guys have been listening to the Shoes with Biscuit for the last sort of few months. We have covered a beer festival. We've covered a steampunk spectacular, and now um, uh, Peaks Elite Travel are here today uh, to celebrate a great anniversary and to get state agent uh, state agents <laughs> to get travel agents out here to to speak to to people and to to make people realise they're still here um, and doing their thing. You know, uh, for people those that are lucky enough you are still able to travel the world and go and see amazing culture. I love traveling and seeing culture. I haven't been able to do it for a while, but last holiday we did, we went to Greece and sat on a beach in front of the pool. That being said, um, there are trips here to, to Africa, to, to Asia, there are, there are cruises, there's, there's trips here to Canada and America. Um, uh, there's so much to do. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna find the organizer, Claire, speak to her and uh, find out what's going on here. And we'll find a few, uh, a few agents to speak to um, and Beth Heath is here as well. She's part of this beautiful event, I think, today, and it looks wonderful. Um, so let's go find some people to speak to. So I'm Alex, I'm from the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Would you to introduce yourself and where you come from today? Yeah, my name's Megan. I'm um, here representing Silver Sea Cruises. Wonderful. Um, how long have you been part of Silver Sea? Have you been... So I'm actually quite new to Silver Sea. I've been um, with the company about two months now, but um, oh, wow. have spent seven or eight years in the kind of luxury cruise sector. So I was just chatting to uh, a couple over there on the benches about cruises because... Yeah. I, yeah, as much as I love taking these microphones out and speaking to people, I do. I love what I do. But sometimes being the, the idea of being locked in a vessel with other people, <laughs> uh, it kind of like it does something weird to me. But I've heard wonderful things about cruises. A lot of a lot of effort goes into making sure the customer's happy, right? Absolutely. I think it's one of the best ways to travel and see the world. I mean, to unpack once and wake up in a new destination every day. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a plus. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Have you been doing uh, this job for a long time? Like yeah, yeah, seven yeah. or eight years. 
Yeah. So, and how's how's it been over the like? Because there's been lots of life changing things, or you know, uh, society changing things that have happened in the in that time. It's how's been that? really, really difficult. <laughs> um, particularly yeah. the last yeah two years, we had ships just parked up for eighteen months or more. Wow. So it was it was hard. It was hard. But we're back with a bang. Destinations are opening up again, and. Yeah, it's back and stronger than ever. Wonderful. So if anybody's listening to this now, um, what do Silver Sea offer? Where do you take your cruises around the world? We offer our guests um, cruises in uh, over 900 destinations. So there is going to be something for everyone on a Silver Sea cruise, um, whether you're looking at expedition out to the Galapagos, the Arctic, the Antarctic, whether you just want a Caribbean cruise, something in the Med. Um, there really is something for everybody. I'd love um, to go to the Galapagos. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's on my bucket list. <laughs> Have you been on any, any of these cruises yet? Not yet, no. no. I've Two months always, in. Um, <laughs> always kept an eye out on them, but no, not yet. <laughs> um, if somebody was listening to this and never been on a cruise before, um, yes. what would you say to entice them in? What well, entices kind of a, a <laughs> But to bring them in and to encourage them, say, actually, no, this is the right thing for you, maybe. Um, I think it's a great way to experience new destinations. You know, you might want to do... Um, a Mediterranean cruise or, or experience some of Europe, you will go to places that you've never even heard of, but actually just are incredible. Um, and then you get back on a ship, you are looked after completely. Um, with Silver Sea, we're all inclusive, so you don't have to spend another penny. We'll take you out on your tours. Once you come back, your glass of champagne is there ready and waiting for you. Amazing cuisine on board. I mean, it's just, what, what could you ask for? <laughs> I did say uh, I'm going to go speak to this couple in a sec. I said I'll put a microphone in front of you in a second, but like the idea of like going and just being pampered for the whole Absolutely. week, like that, that is quite appealing to me. I yeah, do like, I yeah. I mean, we have um, butlers for every single um, suite on board. Really? They can draw you a bath. So you've, you've been out exploring, walking all day. You come back, your butlers Sold. poured you, you know, made your bath. There's a glass of champagne on the side. I mean, what? What more could you want? Draw me a bath, <laughs> Jeeves. I love that. Exactly. <laughs> Buff my shoes. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do with a butler. I no, don't, nor I never, do I. <laughs> what would you do with a butler, honestly? Um, how can people find Silver Sea? Uh, are you on, you know, on social media and stuff? We're on social media um, through your local travel agent. Um, yeah, silversea.cruises.com uh, is our website. So lots of different ways to find us. Well, you've been wonderful to chat to. Thank, Thank you so you. much. And I hope loads of people uh, come see you. Thank you very this much. Is wonderful. Oh, um, yeah. The relationship you guys have yes. with Peaks, I think that's probably worth uh, talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how long have you guys worked with Peaks? Um, gosh, uh, that- me only two months. But before <laughs> that, um, a long, long time. You know, we, we love to support our local travel agents. Um, actually quite a lot of our business comes through our travel agents and yeah. so um, those relationships are really important they're the, they're the gateway aren't they absolutely yeah into the world yeah. they know their it. clients better than than we do so yeah. they know uh, who's best for, for what product and um, it works really well I was talking to Claire she came on my show a couple of years ago uh, I think it was like two it was two years ago and I was talking about you know um, how the internet has changed everything but uh, and, and you know pigs are aware of this how the world has changed it but there is the old fashioned that well respected manner of going to actually speak to someone a human being yeah. and, and getting that sort of inter, inter, interaction and, and getting those those personal recommendations of you know they know what you've done for your previous holidays so they're, they're going to be able to be best placed to to recommend you your next one yeah wonderful well thank you so much for chatting to me no today. problem thank wonderful. you <laughs> found Beth Heath 
How are you? I'm all right. Nice to see you in church. <laughs> I was just talking about how this church is like, over the last sort of six months, I've been to a beer festival here, a steampunk spectacular, and now I'm finding out about worldwide culture here. Yeah, no, it's um, it's a very underutilised space, in my opinion. This church can be anything. We've done dinners for 250 people. We've done graduation in here. It is a phenomenal space. Yeah, and you, I've seen that you actually, Shropshire Festivals, use this a lot. Yeah. corporate events I'd like to do more in here it's just persuading people so you might want to watch this space for next year's Christmas party scene Ooh. I have some ideas and some plans ahead that sounds great that sounds great and congratulations are in order as well you guys just won a big award do you want to tell people about that um, yeah that was a big surprise actually to be fair that was the British Chamber of Commerce um, so they call it Game Changer Award, so it's for entrepreneurship, basically. We pivot a lot, as people all know. So <laughs> throw a crisis at us, and we do like that. And we got to re-innovate re and try and change things up. Um, I'm most excited about the uh, getting our award. We've got to go to the closing ceremony of the Stock Exchange. Hey. And I've never done that, and I think hey. that'd be pretty cool. So I'm going to ring a bell. I assume they'll let me do that, obviously. Yeah. And uh, I can go yeah. and get my award and have a night out in London. Maybe hear some very colourful language. I've heard that, you know, if yeah. the movies are true... Yeah. Well, you know. It'll be the day that the stock exchange crashes, of course, the day that I go. But there we go. A day in infamy. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd be there stood there, like, smiling while everybody's crying yeah. in the background, you know. But, yeah. yeah, so I've now, today, I have planned about 12 holidays that I would like to go on. <laughs> I'm, if I could, yeah, if I could choose, I know what I would do. But, uh, yeah, there are some amazing people here. Yeah, it really, really is. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I've already spoke to the guys at Silver Sea over there in the corner. Lovely girl. Uh, I learned about what they do. The Star Clippers, I have seen a gazillion people with their catalogues. And somebody was telling me about they went on holiday with them. And as they came in um, into Saint-Tropez, I think, there was a whole yacht thing on when they came in. I was like, oh, life jealousy I've had quite a lot <laughs> of today. <laughs> I will speak to them because they offer a different experience like Star Clipper yeah. uh, there's a couple here that I'm going to speak to in a second saying that it just looks like something of a, a fantasy that boat yeah it really does yeah, yeah no and this, uh, this lady here is a, a volunteer of mine as well yeah, she's wonderful I, I, know, yeah. I, I was just chatting to her she's like you interviewed me like three years ago at the prison and I was like what it's the Monopoly thing the yeah. cat rescue and I was oh, like, yeah. oh my god yes uh, that's how, that shows how old the biscuit is now. I'm, I'm forgetting people. That's how old it is. Yeah, you know, so. or either the biscuit's old or Alex is getting forgetful. Yeah, so there could be that as well. <laughs> See now at 36. Let's do it. Let's break barriers. <laughs> I'm nearly 45. You've got a way to go yet. Beth, I, I love what you do. Thank you. And you know, you've always got to support the biscuit wherever you go, whatever you're doing. So. Yeah, biscuits biscuits the way forward. <laughs> and we're even serving Shrewsbury biscuits here as well today. You are. I did see so, them. Um, um, but yeah, so grab a biscuit as well. We'll do. I'll get All a picture right. of the biscuit. Right, thanks for chatting to me. And the organiser, Claire, how are you? You good? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, look exciting this. day. I know, isn't it fab? It looks amazing. It really does I know. Look Did not look like this when we arrived last night. No. So it's amazing to see the change. It's just such a fab venue, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it really is. I was just talking to Beth about uh, over the last few months I've been to a beer festival here. Yeah. A steampunk event. And now I'm learning about world culture. This place is such a great community hub, isn't it? I know, absolutely love it. It's, it's yeah. just it's just fab and we've had really fab feedback from the, all the tour operators that are here and, and our local customers as well wonderful uh, it's been a couple of years since we spoke I know we were just talking was it, it was it 2019 something like that yeah so three, three years ago yeah just in the parade where um, how have things changed for you guys I mean we couldn't we can actually organize a, a proper sit-down chat after this if you like yeah that would be I would great like to talk about 
the pandemic. What a journey. Yeah. Yeah. So we, of course, the bottom fell out of, of the world as it did for everybody. Yeah, course, so, yeah. so for us, that started with the, the countries around the world closing their borders. So before ever it was an issue for us in the UK, countries like Vietnam were really quick to react, stopped issuing visas to start with, then closed borders. So we were reacting by trying to get our passengers home making sure those passengers yeah, course, were yeah. safely yeah. repatriated and then of course more and more countries closed their borders and that that battle got bigger and bigger really um, but uh, yeah. yeah it wasn't much fun and then of course we shut down in the UK had to send all my team from home there were just a couple of us working from home and um, of course we used furlough where we could but the challenge is we couldn't <laughs> um, furlough everybody we had, actually had to pay to keep our staff to provide refunds for people kind of reverse business sense it doesn't make any business sense but um we're really chuffed to you know to come through we want to um chamber of commerce customer service award just this year kind of in recognition for all that hard work so it's been it's been a challenge but we're here and we are staying it's all about adapting and like some of the best businesses in the world learn how to adapt through these terrible situations and i feel like you know you and beth are definitely like up there with showing people how they can adapt and survive you know yeah i mean she's she's an inspiration isn't she She we have um so my team now we are half the size of that, that we used to be we operate the d- business slightly differently and we um, extend an appointment system just because there are less of us we want to make sure that our customers see, get to see the right people so yeah lots of changes but it's also given us a chance to turn the business into what we so want it to be yeah, yeah. super efficient and um, better yeah. all around hopefully and there are, there, are, there, are, there are so many people I've spoken to about the pandemic and about how actually it's kind of forced people to do that to, to actually become more I mean we're all doing meetings on Zoom now who, who yeah. needs to leave the uh, the warmth of their home if they can do it you know totally <laughs> but you can't beat a bit of face to face but it's that combination isn't it yeah. and having the options to, yeah. to actually do business in lots of different ways and I was chatting to a lady over at Silversea mm-hmm. and we were talking about you know we had this conversation uh, I remember it like, a few years ago and we were talking about how the internet's changed things when it comes to you know uh, travel travel management and stuff yeah. um, but the face to face is yeah. you can't beat that and that I think that's definitely come through not just in travel but in lots of different ways isn't it when we were stuck at home we couldn't see any people actually yeah. we realised that we are you know as humans we crave that human contact so yeah, yeah. it's been um I think the doors nice. of the world opened too quickly for me over miles. I was like, oh my God, there's too much at once. Let's, yeah, let's slow I know. Down we all had that moment, didn't yeah. we? Where, whoa, whoa, I'm not really ready for this. People, too many people. I think I was at the uh, the food festival. Uh, yeah. A great event again by Beth. But I yeah. saw all these thousands of people coming down the quarry and I was like, oh my, oh my God. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> nuts, yeah, a bit we're, overwhelming. We're back, we're back. But we've got to be back, haven't we? We've got to live again. Yeah. And what is today? Explain what today is all about. So today is an opportunity, well, the very first opportunity we had since 2019 um, to bring um, tour operators from around the country representing all of the world, uh, the worlds of adventure, cruise, um, luxury travel, really. Um, And what we want to do is we want to inspire people for their travels for 23 and for 24 because, like you said, life's been quite depressing of late. Um, and I think we all need something wonderful to look forward to. So we've, had, we've actually had the biggest response we've ever had to a travel show. So we had 120 pre-registrations wow. before the event. So, um, yeah, more than we've ever had before. So getting to speak to people at some of these tables might be quite difficult today then. So. Yeah, I know, I know. And we've had, we, I mean, 
lots of our customers here, they are super loyal supporters, but they're also bringing their friends and recommending people, so that's that's really great. That's really nice, and I was chatting to a couple there about star clippers and mm -hmm. cruises and things, yeah. things that I've never really thought of, you know, mm. but um, when you speak to someone who's appreciated that side of the world and that, that mm. kind of travel, um, it kind of opens your eyes a little bit because I've always been like, oh my God, I'm in a box with people. <laughs> totally, it's I know. Not, it's not, no, it's not. no, and that is really exactly what this event we want to we want to challenge everybody's thought processes. Actually, give you options that you didn't think yeah. were options for you. Uh, you know, help help to educate us all and to find something wonderful and exciting. Well, I think what you're doing is wonderful. Exciting. You you are reminding the world that travel is still out there and accessible yeah. to people. Yeah, and it's right here in our, you know Shrewsbury Town Centre, which is a real passion of ours. We always want to. Mm to support it so to find, find this venue is epic and I appreciate this is going to go out after the fact after today yeah. um, but like let, let's remind people where you are and how people can get, get in contact with you because you are like the gateway to these uh, these tour providers totally so so my team will work really hard as the ambassador really between clients and tour operators yeah, so it's about us understanding um, motivations and you know what people are really hoping to achieve and then we can put that to the tour operator and make sure that kind of comes through. Um, we are based in Mardle. Um, our office is number 11 Mardle. Um, you can reach us um, however you want to really, phone, email, uh, websites. We'd love to see you face to face. As I say, we operate an appointment system, so um, you'd never struggle to get an appointment with us. We just ask that you give us a shout and, and we'll book some time in really. Wonderful. Well, thank you for chatting to me, and we again, we'll organise a, a good sit-down at some point. Yeah. yeah. Well, Look forward for to catching me. up. Thank you. Right, so I'm Alex. I'm from the, the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. Uh, we cover a lot of events that happen in the town. That's why we're here today. Okay. Um, and I've heard so much about Star Clippers, uh, both from uh, Beth Heath, uh, from Claire, and this couple over here that we're oh, chatting yep. to. Yeah, they've um, travelled with us before. Um, um, I have. I just saw the picture of your of your boat, and it looks like something from a fairy tale. That's the first thing I've got to say. <laughs> Thank so, you. <laughs> do you want to introduce yourself? What's your name? Sorry. Yeah, sure. So I'm Alison um, and I work for Star Clippers um, out on the road. So I look after all of our travel agent partners okay. in the north. Uh, so delighted to be here with uh, Claire today, who's uh, Peaks Traveller, one of our, our partners that we sell through. So yeah. yeah, so we've met some lovely clients today that... Uh, have sailed with us uh, quite a few times yeah. and then we've been speaking to uh, potential new clients as well. Um, what I get from looking at some of the pictures behind you is that this is not just your typical cruise, is it? No, no. So we're, we're a cruise line with a difference, to be honest. So we have three fabulous sailing yachts in the fleet. Um, whilst the ships get bigger and bigger and bigger, we're absolutely at the opposite end of the scale. So Royal Clipper, our largest ship, just carries 227 guests. And then we've got two smaller ships, um, a little bit more intimate, that carry just 166 guests each. Wow, wow. Um, so it's very relaxed, very informal on board get into lots of smaller ports of call that the other big guys don't get into um, and just a, a lovely way to see the world to be honest as a ratio it's a bit more intimate isn't it so you can get more care for your customers i guess yes yeah, so as a, uh, we have a guest to crew ratio of two to one wow um so yeah very high guest to crew ratio and and just in terms of a lot of our itineraries are, are into sort of robinson crusoe ports of call little bit more off the beaten track smaller islands smaller ports of call 
really trying to do different things from the uh, from the larger cruise lines, to be honest. And you know, to explain, because this is audio only, to explain, these aren't just like your typical cruises. It's like 25, 35 sails. It's a sailboat. Yeah, so we're, we're, a, we're a sailing yacht, but you are on there as a cruise guest, yes. so you're not expected to work. Um, you can get a <laughs> little bit... No, you can do that. You can get a little bit hands-on. So um, we have an open bridge policy, apart from when we're on manoeuvres, so you can get up to uh, see the captain and, and the moves. Um, they'll have you pulling on the ropes to ho- hoist the sails up. Uh, you can climb the crow's nest. You can sit in the bowsprit nets down at the front. Wow. Um, so again, that's where we're, we're a little bit different. So you can get involved um, to a certain degree, but equally, you can just sit back on the top deck with a cocktail and completely relax. It's very, very relaxing sailing with us. Amazing. And where do you go? Where do you guys uh, sail to? The so we sail all around the world. In the winter, um, we sail all around the Caribbean. So literally, island hopping all around the Caribbean islands. Um, and we have a ship out in Costa Rica so we sail down the Pacific coastline of Costa Rica which is incredible for touring and wildlife and scenery and we sail through the Panama Canal which is what our two of our ships are about to to do this week then in the summer we sail all over the Med so we island hop all around the Greek islands we sail in and out of Venice doing the uh, beautiful Adriatic coastline, in and out of Rome, sailing down the uh, the stunning Amalfi coastline, and then also in and out of Cannes as well, doing a lot of Corsica, Sardinia. Uh, we're down in Monte Carlo for the Grand Prix and the Grand Prix trials. Oh, wow. So we've got some real sort of iconic sailings as well. That's wonderful. I would. I mean, we went to Cartagena in Colombia. My wife is from South America. And we're like, oh, the Caribbean's just there, you know. So to be able to jump on a boat and be able to go and, and travel to different islands from Cartagena or even, you know, what stones throw away would have been great, you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's beautiful and it's, you know, you unpack once and you get to see lots of different destinations. So it's, you know, it's, it's a perfect holiday, to be honest. And you're well fed, you're watered, you're looked after 24-7. Uh, so it's it's just a beautiful way to see the world. Sounds it, sounds it, sounds it. Um, how can people find you if they want to check you out on, online? Uh, so we have a website um, which is just uh, starclippers.co.uk. We sell through all um, most of the travel agents in the UK. Um, as I said, Peaks are, are one of our, our very close travel agent partners. Yeah. So yeah. pop down and see the team there they can book your flights your transfers if you want to stay a few days before the sailing or after the sailing and um, they can book all of that for you yes yes um, so uh, so yeah we're, we're pretty easy to find to be honest well wonderful um, you've been great to speak to you today i hope you uh, get lots of business from so today you thank deserve you very it, you guys. much been thank you struggling. it's been busy well, thank um, you very much no. brilliant so. thank you cheers so um what's, what was your name again sorry I mark lloyd and um, we spoke uh, 2019 at Shrewsbury Prison, right? Uh, yes, when Shropshire Cat Rescue, I was there with the other tr- another trustee, Diane Beaumont, when we were awarded the Monopoly Board. Yeah. Uh, which was excellent. Seems like a lifetime ago, it really does. Well, it was pre-COVID and everything, so, you know, we, we're just getting out and about again. Yeah. Um, and I'm tr- trying to so we've just been on the Star Clippers trip to 
France. Have you? How was that? I've just been chatting to them. Um, and back around Cannes, um, Corsica, Sardinia, and back for a week. Yeah. Which was postponed from last year. Wow. And I would always recommend the Star Clickers. Yeah? Yes. Do they really look after you then? Because I know that certain cruises differ. Um, have you had the- this was the fourth one I've been on. Um, I've been through the Panama Canal, Thailand, and also Venice, when we've sailed back in the morning at eight o'clock and St. Mark's has been chiming. So it's, it's just... A fairy tale. You meet people of all nationalities, uh, and it's it's not it's smart casual. It's not all dressy up. You, you don't have a cinema. You don't have a casino. It's just you talk to people. So it's just for people that really want to lay low. For we can take it take it slow. Well, I don't know. You can climb the rigging. Helps launch. The, the thought of that uh, makes sales. me go queasy. So yeah, it is a bit. <laughs> but yeah, I've done it. I've done it the four times. I don't like heights, but well done you to you. To do it. As a guy who's terrified of heights, I commend well, you. Yes, <laughs> I really thank do. You. I really do. Yeah. Well, thank you for chatting to me today. It's, it's lovely right. to see you, and I hope nice you've had a great you. day today. And you'll have to come up to Shropshire Cat Rescue. I would and love see what to. Goes up there. Yeah, a, sp- something else. a special message to, to, to Shropshire Cat Rescue. Um, we've been flirting with the idea of working together for some time yeah. and we've just never been able to make it happen it just happens sometimes just, everything's always difficult fixing everything all in but this is the fifth event I've covered this week you know it, it goes quickly yeah, we're working does, fast yeah. and um, so um, if you listen to this from the Shropshire Cat Rescue I'm coming your way with thank, sort you. Of thank you thank you for chatting to me thank you Hello, I'm Hi. Alex. I'm from the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. Uh, we Hello. cover a lot of events locally. That's why we're here today. Um, Lovely to meet you. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm Mariam from Typically Holidays. Uh, we're an Italian specialist and we've been selling holidays to Italy for over 50 years. Oh, wonderful. Um, 50 years? Yes. So much has changed since then, hasn't it? You know, the world's completely changed and uh, we were just talking about how to, how to adapt through situations, you know, society changing situations and the fact that you guys are still here yes it's been absolutely amazing we're a family-run business and daniel the current md is absolutely brilliant at firefighting and through the pandemic he's really supported all the travel agents through the turbulent times now onwards and upwards absolutely people want to travel they want to go on holiday there this place is full today Mm -hmm. of people that want that and for a while there they couldn't you couldn't serve people people couldn't travel that must have been terrible for you guys. It was bad times, but those was history. Yes. We're looking forward to good times in the future. People want to travel and it's getting busier and busier. It's nice to be doing what we love. Amazing. And I see that you guys do Italy, Spain and City, city Breaks as yep. well. Um, what's your favourite of, the, of these three to, to offer people? Italy. 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 I've had lots of Florence conversations today. Florence <laughs> is an all-time favourite. Yeah. And every time you visit Florence, you get a new experience. And yeah. there's so much you can do from there. It's absolutely amazing. I want to do more of Italy. Um, we did uh, we did Venice a few years ago, which isn't technically Italy, but it's kind of there. It is, it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'd love to go and do... Where would you recommend? People have never been to Italy before. Uh, where would you recommend I to would go? say definitely start from Florence because there's so much you can do from there. It's uh, only a 40-minute train journey into Bologna, which is the food capital in Emilia-Romagna. And it's absolutely amazing experience. As you said, you've been to Venice. Venice to Trieste is only a couple of hours on the train, but Trieste is a city of coffee. 
Oh, absolutely all right. amazing place to be and do. I love that place. And I it's the coffee. Slovenia border. So it's Italian, but it's kind of a Slovenian-Austrian influence to it. So it's been absolutely amazing. I mean, that sounds great. Because, uh, you know, you think of Italy, you think of culture and history. But does Italy offer lots of different things for different people? Oh, yes, definitely. Definitely. I mean, the Puglia, which is the heel of Italy, is very virginal. It's very uh, authentic Italian. People, It's not a touristy destination. It's a, it's a great place to visit because the train goes up down to Lecce and it's quite easy to do it by train. Yeah. A lot of people are uh, looking to do that. And uh, then you get a different experience in Sorrento. Then you've got Calabria. Then you've got Emilia-Romagna, which is the food capital. Then you've got Tuscany. The Tuscan coast on the other end, which is not Rimini, is a great place to be. Wonderful. For example, Lispizia, Veraggio, Lavorno, which is kind of the unspoiled Tuscan coast. And it's, uh, it's a great place. We, we offer out-of-the-box different experiences, something very different, very truly authentic Italian. What offer, what, what, so what do you offer different to what others offer then? We have small family-run hotels which are in the centre. Nice, okay. Uh, yeah. Very close to train stations. We offer experiences which are very out of the box like yeah. cooking, wine tasting, truffle hunting, oh. painting with coffee, uh, with the Tuscan landscape to your uh, exposure. It's absolutely amazing. So it's, rather than sit by a pool for, for a week, you guys are going to take people out and yeah. show them what Italy is all about, yes. or Spain, or the cities yes. that you guys Yes, Spain, or the to. cities. Yeah, we added Spain in 2014, so we're going to be 14 in 2024, wow. uh, as typically Italian, and we added Spain in 2014, and we do the authentic Spain. Yes. So we don't do the costas, we do authentic Spain, we do the Golden Triangle, uh, we guarantee places to the Alhambra, so it's a, it's a different out-of-the-box experience. Well, and the cities we're offering to develop the same as well. I love a good city break. Uh, we haven't done one for an awful while. I think we just did Liverpool, um, but we used to, we used to, we, me and my wife before before the little one came. I uh, know actually we did Bruges. We did Bruges with mm-hmm. my little one as a baby, mm-hmm. and I carried him all the way up the uh, the the, um, the belfry. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. My wife actually mentioned it the other day. She goes, "Oh, Timmy did really well getting up to the top of the bell." I was like, "Did he?" Mm. Did he or did Daddy carry him all the way up to the... <laughs> it's the same thing, whether he ca- he inspired you to take him to the top. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We try to do city breaks with a difference, so we offer a lot of experiences locally. Yeah. So people, for example, can go whale watching or go oh, wow. and see do an experience which is not normally considered. And uh, we do all the trains, we do uh, mini cruises, we do the Orient Express, and, you know, it's, it's just... We, we kind of tailor-make to suit everybody's individual needs. Amazing. And you're, you're guys relationship with Peaks as well yes because we don't do any direct sales we only work through independent travel agents okay and we have a good working relationship with Peaks Travel so if anybody wants to travel with you they have to go through Peaks that's right yes that sounds that sounds great because um, I've worked with Peaks for a while now I know that they're great people they're absolutely amazing um, if you're listening to this guys and you've never you know used Peaks as a travel agent before or maybe you've never used a travel agent before so many people book online now it is a good experience to go and sit and speak to someone as you're booking yeah, the... definitely. And plus you've got the protection with booking with a travel agent. So if anything goes wrong, it's looked after. Yes. You don't have to go through the hassle of contacting X, Y, Z. It's all done for you. And that's what we pride ourselves in customer service. Yes. We don't do problems. We do solutions. Well, that sounds fantastic. And you've thank been you lovely much. to speak to. So thank Likewise. you so much. Likewise. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, I'm Alex. I'm from the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast, um, and I'm here today covering 
things, getting interviews with people. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm Gaynor from Latin Roots and Polar Roots. I, um, I put this, I, put, I was coming here today on social media. No, it was on an email. Somebody mentioned the polar thing, uh, how you know fascinating that would be. Sounds great. Um, explain the, the polar roots to me then, because it sounds, it does sound like an, an, an adventure. Yeah, no, it is exactly that. So, um, basically, we are a tour operator that um, works with over 25 different operators, oh, very okay. niche operators, cruise operators, that do expedition cruise into the polar regions. Wow. So, um, you can see that picture there. Yes, of course. Polar bear. Polar bear. So, we do the north. So, that's like Arctic, Canada. Northwest Passage, Arctic Circle. Wow. Um, bottom one. Yeah. That's South Georgia with all the king penguins, the king ah, and penguins. Yeah. Um, so we do Antarctica, South Georgia, Falklands, all that as well. So it's very, very niche, but all about the expedition. Somebody who's mentioned Antarctica the other day is a really random conversation I had, and somebody's like, nobody lives there. And I was like, I'm sure people live in Antarctica. And they're like, no. Nobody can live in Antarctica. It's too cold. Do people live there? Do you know? No, they don't. <laughs> I think they have. They have sort of posts. So we, when I, I actually was there in March. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went wow. in March. It was amazing. So we visited um, a place called Port Lockroy, which is um, the most southern and most expensive post office in the world. <laughs> And you have people that will live at the post office for seasons. Just so, in case. Yeah, or they'll, do, they'll have like research centres down there as well that people will live at. So it's that kind of, so there's no communities. S- <laughs> if you're ordering something from Amazon to there, <laughs> yeah. it's going to cost Might a lot. take a little bit of uh, time to get there as well. Yeah. I actually posted a postcard back to myself so, fr- uh, from did there. Did you get home so, before the postcard? Yeah, yeah, it was like five weeks later. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love so, that. But yeah, there is it, nobody. There's no communities down there. But so. to go and see somewhere in the world what not many people get to see no, is, must be an amazing experience, it right? It was incredible. It yeah. was incredible. Uh, I was saying to somebody earlier, our first, um, our first experience when we were on the Antarctic Peninsula, we went out in a Zodiac boat. So they're like these rubber boats that take, like a dinghy, yeah. motorised, that take about 10 people with an expedition leader. <laughs> and we saw um, a king emperor penguin, which you don't get to see in that area. And it was lost up on a hill just behind a, a whaling shipwreck and it was just incredible to see sad because obviously it was not going to survive but then literally within an within an hour we had a leopard seal right next to the boat just swimming around next to the boat yeah. which is really unusual because leopard seals can be quite dangerous yeah but he was getting a little bit um let's say familiar with the with the zodiac <laughs> i get it so, yeah i get it i get it <laughs> but it was incredible it was literally you know just like so so close and incredible to see i've got a friend um uh, shout out to the morris family um so check out their their youtube channel uh, the uh, sailing seven is the morris family they sold up and they they bought a, sh- a boat and now they're living out with two kids uh, three kids two dogs and they're living on a boat in the mediterranean oh my god and on their way around spain and stuff they were they were really worried because orca whales would like taking the, the, the fins off boats and stuff the, yeah. the, uh, and you know there's all these trouble <laughs> yeah 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 I mean you come across all sorts it's 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 there's no set itinerary when you do something like this they have like a yeah. plan A a plan B a plan C and a plan D because you just don't know what, what you're going to see yeah. so but it's an incredible experience the icebergs you know the, the, the wildlife we saw birds we saw uh, humpback whales orcas wow. seals 
Sounds amazing. Albatross, everything. It was incredible. Sounds really good. And the Latin route as well, they, that, that, that kind of appeals to me. Wife, my wife is uh, Colombian. Uh, we've been to Colombia a few times. Oh, amazing. Um, we've been to Cartagena as well, which is just in the Caribbean. But like, the Latin culture mm. is something very appealing to me because there's so much love and passion there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, passion can be misconstrued sometimes. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. It, the, 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 it's, it's such a diverse continent. You've got so much passion from each of the different destinations yeah, so yeah. you know Argentina where you've got the you know the um, the tango which obviously yeah. is a yeah. passionate dance yeah, very passionate. Um, you've got Costa Rica which is central you know the people there are the friendliest in the world it, it's just an incredible place to see it's got everything I would say it's got everything that every other continent's got but better <laughs> and a lot of people save the, the best till last they'll do all the other continents and then they'll come to this one last if you like your avocado go and buy one fresh in in, in, in a, a South American store because they're like triple the size they're the size of your head huge <laughs> and really cheap <laughs> really cheap as well um, so how long have you been doing this then how long um, I've been in travel 32 years wow but I've worked for this company for just under five just under five years just short of five years so and um, in those five years I mean this has been like a, a running topic for today we can't escape it it's been a bit of turmoil over the last five years hasn't it you know? last couple of years certainly has yeah for sure um, are you guys uh, okay Have yeah. you, are you catching up now yeah absolutely South America was one of the last continents to open up so it, it struggled massively yes. um, it really did but you know what it's bounced back with a vengeance we are so so busy um, Costa Rica is high up on people's lists uh, Peru Chile Argentina they're, they're all coming back to life Antarctica they're bucket list destinations and I think people have, have now sort of realised life's too short yeah, you know course, what we've yeah. been through and they're, they're yeah. going to all what if we're going to lockdown again I'm going to get out yeah. now yeah. <laughs> I say it's not going to happen but you know but um, when it comes to travel people are always going to be there you know you want to see these things for yourself you can look at things on TV but I'm telling you now folks like to go out there and experience it for yourself to go and smell Venice yourself sounds daft but you've got to be there to, 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 to see it um and have you had a lot of people postpone trips and now all of a sudden, you know, it's kind of like that's where it's all coming from? Yeah, we had a lot of people sort of due to travel to lots of different places in 2020 and even to 21. So then now, obviously, this year has yeah. been the year that they've travelled. Yeah. So, you know, places like Costa Rica and Peru, you know, those popular bucket list destinations that people want to see, it's really busy. So we've I've, today I've had people asking about 2024. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it's... It, it does make sense. It's a huge yeah. investment. I mean, we're paying for a, a holiday now for 2023. Um, we do that every year. We'll book a holiday and we'll pay for it for the year. And then yeah. we've got something to look forward to. Yeah. I guess um, if you've been waiting for the last sort of two, maybe three years to go on something, you're going to get a bit antsy. Um, what about your relationship with Peaks? Uh, have you guys, you work well with Peaks? Yeah, we work really well with Peaks. Um, they do, you know, some really great business for us. We're a very niche operator. So, you know, it's, um, they, they know to come to us for, for South America and even the polar regions. So, mm. yeah, we work really well with them. They're a great, great team. They are, they are. And the difference between all, all you know, so book, booking something online and to speaking to someone face to face. I mean, this is, this is, these kind of destinations that we do, why on earth would somebody go and book it online you need somebody who's experienced who's been to these places and especially the last couple of years you know when people were stuck out in south america and they'd done it themselves they were stuck they had yeah, no help yeah, yeah. so you know to book something through um a, a reputable travel agent and a reputable tour operator is definitely you know something that people should do and places like this you can't you just can't book it online i mean yeah. you can but 
you shouldn't. It's good to get that, uh, that, that, that yeah. face-to-face or even on the phone, you know, just so you can speak to a human being rather than a machine. Yeah. Everyone who works for our company has travelled extensively around this continent, so they know it inside out. So Peaks Travel Elite know that they're talking to experts in this area and that's what people want. Wonderful. You've been great to speak to. Yeah, thank you. Uh, where can people find you uh, if they want to learn more about uh, what you guys do? At Peaks Travel Elite. <laughs> They need to go to Peach Travel Elite and ask for um, a brochure on Latin routes and polar routes and the guys will help them. Wonderful. Thank you so much for chatting to me. Thank you. So, I'm Alex. Hi, Alex. I'm from the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast and today we're covering this event because it's what we do. Um, (laughs) Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Amrit Singh and I'm from Transindus Limited. We're uh, an Asia specialist. We're, in fact, the UK's leading Asia specialist. And we do uh, predominantly India and the subcontinent, but also Southeast Asia and Far East. Um, we've been talking a bit about the sort of backlog from the, the pandemic and stuff, because obviously there are people that were meant to travel in 2019, 2020, 2021 that are still kind of waiting to go or just going now on their trips. Yeah. How's that been for you guys? Well, we were very fortunate. We had a lot of people who couldn't travel during the pandemic, and but we managed to push forward their holidays once twice three times uh, but they are traveling now people are beginning to travel uh, the places that they've uh, managed to get out into uh, are places like Oman in uh, the Middle East and Central Asia Uzbekistan and then they've gone off into India and Sri Lanka places like Japan South Korea and Vietnam have only just opened and they're now heading out there. Uh, they will really come into vogue, really, uh, January, February. Yeah. Uh, there's a backlog of uh, booking people wanting to book to go out to Japan. We can't offer them itineraries for another two or three weeks because there's so much demand and there's a backlog. But it's exciting times. Very exciting times. The world's yeah. opening up again properly. I remember seeing a, a news story about a guy from South Korea who was trying to get back to the UK, I think, and he's, he's had to wait so long because they've only just opened up. I think I saw a news story about that. <laughs> I was like, what? They've only just opened up? But, you know, different countries. They have only just opened up. In fact, I was there. I've only just returned from South Korea wow. last Sunday. Uh, sadly, I caught the uh, Halloween disaster that they had there. Oh, no. That marred the journey a little bit, oh. but it's a fascinating destination. Yeah, yeah modern I, and cultural and uh, really quite exciting the food is amazing I've seen I've seen a few vlogs of people going out there to South Korea mm. and it does look like a wonderful place I would love to go see Seoul because yeah. it looks amazing <laughs> um, uh, you know the, when it comes to uh, sort of places in South, South Asia and stuff lots of movies lots of TV so I've often misconceptions of places but I feel like when you go out and see a culture for yourself mm. and take it in that's that's how you've got to do it isn't it absolutely uh, it just depends what you are saying I don't think there have been any misreportings of uh, South Korea for instance no, no. they've suddenly come into vogue with their film industry that's opened up the destination and then the food those two aspects of what is taking clients out there Japan has always fascinated people. They remained closed for millennia. They didn't allow visitors in. When they did open, clients are flooding in uh, to go and see that. But places like India, Sri Lanka, there is a lot more misconception 
uh, about that, but these are both up-and-coming destinations. They are, uh, you know, places that uh, speak English. You're not going to have issues when you're traveling out there. And the hotels are far more luxurious than anything you would find in Europe. I've always wanted to go to Goa. Goa oh. just looks beautiful. The colors in Goa <laughs> just look so... They look, it looks romantic there. There's so many different colours when you look at the Absolutely, pictures. Absolutely, uh, because uh, you've got the Portuguese culture and all of their sort of okras and their yellows and their uh, wonderful colours there with stark white churches and then the palm trees. The whole thing looks ma- place looks magical and when you're out there, you enjoy it because the sunshine is prevailing all the time. So Wonderful. Yeah. And what would you say about your, um, you know, Transindus uh, and, and Peaks working together? Is that a vital relationship that you guys have? Well, we've worked together now. Uh, Peaks Travel is a 30-year-old company. They're celebrating their 30th. We are a 33-year-old company. <laughs> Wow. So, uh, based in London, and uh, we've always worked together right from the beginning. You've come up together. You've grown up together. We've grown up together. (laughs) Part of the family. (laughs) Yes. But uh, the uh, owners of Peak Travel, they're here today, and uh, uh, we will have a little chat. And, uh, you know, Claire has taken over now. She's doing a fantastic job there. She's absolutely wonderful. Uh, But we've always had a very very good relationship with Peaks Travel. People enjoy the comfort of knowing somebody local, so they book with Peaks Travel. Peaks Travel have done their homework and they've found all the specialists for different regions. Uh, so we're here as a part of that remit, uh, as a specialist for them. And yeah. What would you say to someone that's maybe a bit travel anxious, you know, maybe not really done much traveling, mm-hmm. got a pot of money they're sitting on, they want to go for that experience, but they're a bit anxious to, to book it. Would you say, um, sort of speaking face to face with someone from Peaks, rather than booking someone online and maybe pressing the wrong button, is like the good step for them? Uh, online, uh, we don't advocate. In fact, we don't even offer an online uh, uh, booking without speaking facility because we think if you're traveling long haul and if you're traveling to a specialist destination you need to at least have a discussion with somebody so we suggest you ring us we post all of the information online but when you're booking we suggest you give us a call and talk to us or talk to us via peaks travel uh, before uh, booking up anything Anyone that's anxious, all they need to know is that with a specialist company like ours, we will receive you when you arrive at the airport, we'll take you to your hotel, we'll then pick you up for sightseeing from your hotel, show you all the sites with an English-speaking guide, then bring you back. So you have all of that comfort level. when you want to spend a little bit of time on your own we'll tell you where you can go what you can do and uh, how to get back to the comfort of your hotel so we take care of clients which is why we've been around for 30 years now <laughs> and uh, tried and tested tried, tried and, and tested, tested. yeah you've absolutely. been lovely to speak to thank My you pleasure. so much um, I, I appreciate you work through peaks uh, but if somebody wanted to take a look at transindus as a thing is it have you got a website that people can look at we've got a website it's uh, www transindus.com Well, thank you so much for chatting to me today. You've My been pleasure. Thank, thank you. you so much. I think we're kind of done here. I think we've done it. I think we've done a great job too. Um, we've got a good variety. We've spoken to people about cruises. 
the <laughs> the Antarctic uh, and um, you know and Southeast Asia. Um, we've spoken to people about Italy and Spain, and I've really enjoyed this. I really have, and um, this is to celebrate 30 years of Peaks Elite Travel. Um, they've always been a great people to speak to. They've offered a gateway into the world for for lots of people for many years. Um, and this has been really, really good. People do want to travel and people are interested in these things. And so these things are important. And you need to remember that, you know, sometimes a face-to-face -face is more important than booking something online um, because you are speaking to experts uh, that have been there, know what they're talking about. And, you know, if you, it's a huge investment. It's a lot of money to, to waste if you, you press the wrong thing or you select the wrong thing. On We've been there. I've done it. We booked the wrong transfer or we've, <laughs> we've done these things that online that we didn't mean to. Um, if you go for peaks, they'll make sure that you uh, you make you get the best experience. And by the way, we're, this isn't a paid sponsorship. We've been asked to say this. I am just aware of of um, the great service that peaks peaks do uh, offer. And um, right, so thank you so much to to Claire and the guys from Shropshire Festivals for inviting us here today. I've learned an awful lot, spoke to some great people, and again, I'm here at St Mary's uh, for a great event, um, which you know affects the world culturally from, from further afield um, but nonetheless still bringing people together um, uh, thank you so much for listening to the show I hope you enjoyed it um, I've, lots of things happening with the Shrewsbury Biscuit at the moment we are very very busy we're covering events here there and everywhere lots of people writing into me now to come on the show and I love it if you want to come on the Shrewsbury Biscuit or you want um, the Shrewsbury Biscuit to cover an event to come see you guys please write into us my email is shrewsburybiscuitpodcast at gmail.com and we'd love to hear from you right we'll catch you guys next time um, peace out <laughs>